NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Tonight, the red-hot inflation numbers hitting a new 41-year high. Consumer prices skyrocketing 9.1% in June, even worse than expected. The fastest rate since 1981. Gas prices up nearly 60% in the last year. When will inflation peak as fears of a recession grow? Also tonight, new fallout after the leak of the Uvalde school shooting video. Why some of the victims' parents are outraged and the new questions the video is raising. President Biden Biden on his first trip in office to the Middle East. The news he made in Israel today when asked, would the U.S. use force to keep Iran from getting a nuclear weapon? How he responded. And the Secret Service under scrutiny, why an agent was sent home from Israel. The state of emergency declared in Virginia after flash floods, more than 40 people unaccounted for, and scorching heat, millions on alert tonight. Our NBC News exclusive, the American held prisoner in Russia, her 10-month-long nightmare, and her message to WNBA superstar Brittany Griner, being held in what is believed to be the same detention center. Starbucks shut down, why the coffee giant is closing stores in several major cities, and it's not about sales. And the trailblazing woman making NFL history. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Good evening, everyone. The government is putting another dismal number to what our family budgets are already telling us. Prices are still going up. The rate of inflation in June ballooned to 9.1 percent over the same month last year, the highest peak since 1981. The cost of virtually everything up from gas up 60 percent to groceries up 12.2 percent to the roofs over our heads climbing five and a half percent last month. President Biden calling the numbers unacceptably high, but also out of date, noting they do not fully reflect recent declines in gas prices. Still, it spells a gut check moment for the Fed as it weighs more interest rate hikes, sure to hit home for American borrowers and potentially tipping the economy into a recession. Tom Costello has our report. For anyone struggling with daily expenses, especially seniors on fixed incomes, today's inflation report is not just an economic stat. It's very real. The highest inflation in 41 years. In Delray Beach, Florida, the cost of electricity to keep the A.C. on is crushing 66-year-old Veronica Bolig. She just received last month's bill, but she's already a month behind. The total bill was $592.11 for two months. $592. Veronica has a disability and is raising a granddaughter after her own son's untimely death. My social security is not getting any higher, but my bills are getting higher and higher. Too high. I didn't mean to do this. Veronica, among the tens of millions of Americans struggling with ballooning prices for just about everything. The cost of housing, shelter up 5.5% in one year. Electricity up 13.5%. Natural gas up almost 40%. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is more expensive. Food up 10.5%. But this is where inflation is really biting. 
Gasoline in June cost nearly 60% more than a year ago. Oil up almost 100%. In Maryland, Alex Nielsen runs a landscaping business with 45 employees. He says this summer he's spending $3,000 more each week for fuel and oil. You've gone from $1,000 a week in fuel costs to $4,000? Yeah, the price of mix uh, of oil bar and chainsaw oil, um, 50-50 mix for the weed whackers and the blowers have all gone up. Um, the price of diesel, everything's gone up. Now forced to pass a fuel surcharge onto his customers. There is some good news. Gas prices have now dropped 38 cents in a month. The hope? Inflation may have peaked in June. There is no question that we still have work to do. The Fed is going to say, oh my goodness, we've got to stop this snowball from getting bigger and bigger and turning into avalanche. So, Tom, let's talk about the Fed. They're expected to raise interest rates again this month. Any guidance on how high they might eventually go? The market is expecting another three-quarter of a point rate hike this month, maybe a full percentage point hike in September. And then, you know, mortgage rates are not fully connected to what the Fed does, but they are influenced by how the Fed moves. And so mortgage rates likely to move up over the course of the next few weeks and months, Lester. All right, Tom Costello starting us off. Thank you. Another major story tonight, the growing outrage after that surveillance video from the Uvalde school shooting was publicly leaked. Some victims' families furious. It wasn't shown to them first. Sam Brock on the new questions being raised. Tonight, more fallout from that stunning video. Posted by the Austin American statesman, blindsided and devastating grieving families. It's like reliving that day all over again. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. So tired. There is a video now out there in the world floating around on the internet for the remainder of my days and my children's days um, of their sister's last moments. That video shows law enforcement trying to reach the classroom minutes after the massacre started, only to retreat under a barrage of bullets and not even attempt to approach the classroom again for more than 40 minutes. That's when more shots ripped through the hallway. Ana Rodriguez's daughter, Maite, was killed. She hasn't been able to bring herself to watch the video. They failed our community. They failed our kids. Ultimately, a heavily armed Border Patrol team took down the gunman an excruciating hour and 14 minutes after police first arrived. When you hear that timeline, even though you haven't seen it, what do you make of that? They're cowards. I understand you're being shot at. Okay, back away. Regroup. What's plan B? Furious, furious, furious we are. Also fueling the community's uh, anger. That was the most chicken way to put this video out today. Is the statesman's decision to publish the video just days before the state was planning to release it to families and then the public. The paper writing, we have to bear witness to history and transparency and unrelenting reporting is a way to bring change. Who do you think you are to release footage like that of our children who can't even speak for themselves? But you want to go ahead and air their final moments to the entire world. To the person that leaked it. The UN Refugee Agency, or UNHCR, responds to emergencies and provides long-term solutions for refugees. They provide aid in over 130 countries, including Ukraine, Syria, Afghanistan, and Sudan, where people are forced to flee from war and persecution at their greatest moment of need. UNHCR helps and protects refugees by providing food, shelter, medical care, and other life-saving essentials. The agency jumpstarts relief in three key ways. They transport core relief items stored in even the most remote areas of the world. 
They deploy expert emergency staff trained to help in crisis situations, and they transfer funds directly to support the emergency. Because of generous supporters and donors, UNHCR can scale up its response within 72 hours of a large-scale emergency. Your support helps provide life-saving aid for refugees whenever and wherever emergencies occur. Donate to USA for UNHCR by visiting unrefugees.org donation. Screw you. Enough is enough. Now a city's enough anger turning into action. I was in the Rob School shootout. People of all ages marching. So no one has to go through what I've gone through. I felt sad because most of my friends passed away. And questions only mounting. This memorial in the town center now almost bare once again. The crosses and flowers replaced by stuffed animals for the children no longer there to hold them. Sam, what are law enforcement and local officials saying about the video? Lester Uvalde, city police have not responded to our numerous requests for comment about the video. The mayor here is demanding an investigation into who leaked it. And I can tell you, being here in the early days after that massacre, looking at the faces of family members, they look and sound re-traumatized. Lester? Yeah, no escaping the pain they're going through. Sam, thanks. In southwestern Virginia, a state of emergency has been declared after severe storms caused massive flooding in Buchanan County, destroying roads and homes. Officials say at least 44 people are unaccounted for, but say communications have been limited since the storm. Meanwhile, 27 million people are at risk for brutally hot weather, with triple digits expected across parts of the southern plains, lower Mississippi Valley and northwest. President Biden making some waves in Israel today, making clear how far the U.S. is prepared to go to prevent Iran from becoming a nuclear power. And we're learning about an encounter in Israel that led to a Secret Service agent being sent home. Here's Kelly O'Donnell. A welcome ceremony today marking his 10th visit to Israel. But Joe Biden's first trip here as president, seeking greater peace, greater stability, Greater connection. The official greeting, fist bumps with Israeli leaders. That could avoid a handshake moment during the controversial meeting with Saudi's crown prince later this week. Advisors called this a COVID precaution, but apparently a fleeting one, meeting former Prime Minister Netanyahu and embracing Holocaust survivors as he paid respects at the Yad Vashem Memorial. A tension point here is Iran. Israel strongly opposes the Iranian nuclear deal President Biden is trying to revive. In an interview with an Israeli journalist, the president hardened his language, but not his position, on military force to prevent Iran acquiring nuclear weapons. Does that also mean, sir, that you would use uh, force against Iran? Is that what that means? That was a last resort, yes. And even when abroad, 2024 looms. Are you predicting a Biden-Trump rematch of 2024? I'm not predicting, but I, I, would, uh, I would not be disappointed. Before the president arrived, a Secret Service agent was sent back to the U.S. after being accused of a physical altercation on the street. Israeli police did not file charges. The agent is on leave pending investigation. Lester? Kelly O'Donnell, thank you. Now to our NBC News exclusive. WNBA star Brittany Griner is due back in a Russian court tomorrow. And perhaps no one understands her struggle quite like a young American with a very similar story. She's never shared her account publicly before, but tonight she's breaking her silence with our Kate Snow. Are you speaking out right now in part because you hope Brittany Griner hears you? 
and feels your camaraderie? That's, that's probably the biggest reason that I'm here. Nama Isacher grew up in New Jersey and moved to Israel as a teen. In 2019, she backpacked through India and had a layover in Moscow on her way home. She says she was pulled from the boarding line, taken to a room where authorities searched her checked backpack and found a third of an ounce of cannabis. I was like, where did that come from? There was no point that I was like, oh no, they found it. Like, I didn't know it was in my bag. She was charged with possession and later trafficking. Over the next 10 months, Isacher was held in cells with up to 40 other women. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Steel. It's loud. They don't provide you with anything besides food. They don't provide you with toilet paper or feminine you know, hygiene products. Her mother would bring her supplies and was allowed to visit only a few times. When she went to trial, she was in a facility believed to be the same one Brittany Griner is in now. One hour a day, they were taken to a cell with an open-air roof. So you're looking up and you can see blue sky? Yeah, or gray. There's no walking around outdoors? No, you no walk exercise. around in circles in that small cell. She taught herself Russian and kept a journal. And I would see all the optimistic things that I wrote inside. I'm like, oh, see, it's not that bad. You know, it can't be that bad. As a former sniper in the Israeli army, she says she wasn't scared and was never abused. Isaacer heard talk she might be part of a prisoner exchange for a Russian who was jailed in Israel. She was sentenced to seven and a half years. My thought was like, what a lie. Like, what a lie. Like, I'm not going to be here for seven and a half years. Why did you think that? I knew that it made no sense whatsoever. I knew that this was a complete game. I've seen that judge many times at that point, and I knew that he was being told to say things. You think the Russian government was telling them what to do? I think so. Looking back on it now, do you think you were yes. a political pawn? Yes. Yes. Hands down. In January of 2020, Vladimir Putin traveled to Israel and met Isacher's mother. Shortly after, he issued a pardon. What would you say to Brittany Reiner if you could speak to her? Try to smile. It helps, even if it seems like it doesn't. It really helps, mostly for herself. I think there's so much power in what we train our minds to think. You're praying for her. Oh, always. Kate Snow, NBC News, New York. Now to the growing concern over monkeypox. The White House defending what some are calling a sluggish response to the outbreak, with cases doubling every six days in New York City. Here's Gabe Gutierrez. After weeks of long lines, tonight New York City is out of monkeypox vaccine appointments again as cases double here every six days. Local officials sending a letter to the Biden administration, urgently asking for more doses. It's because of New York City that we're even having this conversation about a national vaccination strategy. The White House says the FDA is inspecting more shots from a manufacturer in Denmark. Do we wish we had more doses out there right now? Of course. Um, but this, but we had a stockpile, and what we need is we need more, and we're getting more. New York City accounts for about a fifth of the now more than 800 reported cases to the CDC this year across 39 states. While anyone can get monkeypox, most of the infections so far have been in the LGBTQ community. I'm urging everyone to take this seriously. Matt Ford in Los Angeles says he got monkeypox last month through skin-to-skin -skin contact. In addition to lesions throughout his body, he endured intense flu-like symptoms. 
you know, it got to the point where I couldn't sleep at night. Some experts are questioning whether the U.S. public health system has been sluggish and what that could mean for future pandemics. The monkeypox experience is telling us that we really should be on a red threat level of alert because we have not learned these lessons. Adding to the concerns about the health system, a new CDC report says that drug-resistant superbugs are on the rise because of the overuse of antibiotics during the early stages of COVID. Lester. All right, Gabe, thank you. In 60 seconds, Starbucks closing down stores in several major cities. Why the iconic coffee chain says the locations are no longer safe. Back now with news about an iconic American coffee chain, Starbucks announcing it is closing some stores in the U.S., citing safety concerns. Miguel Almaguer on a troubling sign of the times. It's one of the nation's most iconic brands, and now in some of the country's biggest cities, Starbucks will close stores. Though it's only 16 locations, in regions like Los Angeles, Seattle, Portland, and Washington, D.C., the closures are making headlines because the coffee giant is citing safety concerns. We have to provide a safe environment for our people and our, and our customers. And the mental health crisis in the country is, is severe, acute, and getting worse. Starbucks now telling employees it'll offer additional safety training to de-escalate situations and could close restrooms. Of the 16 stores the company is closing, at least two recently unionized. Starbucks says that didn't play a role in their decision, but some employees and even the LAPD police chief have criticized store closures. I'm disappointed to see uh, Starbucks, or for that matter, any uh, commercial engagement uh, give up. But Starbucks is hardly alone. After brazen thieves ransacked local retailers in San Francisco, Walgreens and Safeway closed stores or adjusted hours. It's a scary situation, a scary time. And now in Southern California, a manhunt is underway after a series of robberies and shootings at 7-Eleven stores in three separate counties. After two were killed, the 7-Eleven Corporation recommended L.A. area stores temporarily close. Tonight, for some retailers, the cost of doing business is far too high. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News, Los Angeles. Coming up, the major steps some airports are now taking to control the summer travel chaos. Air travel this summer has been marred by delays, lost luggage, and those long, long lines. So now some overseas airports are actually limiting just how many passengers can fly. Kelly Kobiea explains. At Europe's airports, a summer of chaos. Hours-long security lines, flights delayed and canceled. We were stranded, two young children, what are you Mountains of lost luggage. It's so bad, London's Heathrow is taking drastic action. The latest airport telling airlines to cap summer ticket sales. Heathrow says it can only handle 100,000 outgoing travelers a day. A fellow passenger sent Jamie O'Grady this picture of his bag, still stuck at Heathrow five days after he returned to the U.S. I've never seen anything like that before. I've traveled all around the world for business and for pleasure. Other travelers report they haven't received their bags for weeks. And it's not just Europe. In the U.S., claims for lost, damaged, delayed, or ripped luggage are up 135% over last year, 
according to the most recent figures. Baggage complaints against U.S. and foreign airlines up a whopping 619 percent. Today, Delta announced a $735 million quarterly profit. The airline canceled nearly 5,000 flights in May and June. We pushed too hard and uh, we scaled back a bit. Airlines and airports tonight are promising to do better. Experts say the main reason for the chaos is staffing shortages. Their advice if you're traveling, use tracking devices like AirTags in your luggage. Or better yet, don't check your bags at all. Lester? All right, Kelly, thank you. When we come back, Breaking Barriers will meet the inspiring woman making NFL history. Finally tonight, a woman who has a history of firsts and is now breaking another barrier, this time in the NFL. Steve Patterson has her inspiring story. The first thing you should know about Sandra Douglas Morgan, she's already carved out a long legacy of being first. Sometimes your experience is questioned when you are the first, Mm -hmm. when usually it's because you kind of work twice as hard to get there. Morgan was the first black city attorney in Las Vegas and the first black chairperson of Nevada's powerful gaming control board. Now she's the first black woman to become team president in NFL history with the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a dream come true for me. The 44-year-old black and Korean wife and mother doesn't take breaking barriers lightly, especially in a league mired in controversy. For a lot of fans, faith in the league's fairness has been shaken. It's not lost on me that I'm the first black female president for the NFL, and so that if I can make um, any type of change or be a a good voice, a positive voice, or even a sounding board um, for the NFL, I'm happy to do that. As the head of one of the most storied franchises in all of sports, first, she knows she has a lot of work to do at home. Morgan joins the Raiders after multiple executives left, on top of the head coach resigning amid allegations of misogyny and homophobia. Do you feel like you need to right the ship? It's not like I'm doing that because um, I'm a black woman. It's because it's the right thing to do. So I have, have I do not have um, any tolerance or patience for any type of bigotry, harassment, discrimination. And as women fear their rights are being stripped away, this moment is not lost on her. I'm on a larger stage now and um, hopefully can inspire women and girls to advocate for their rights. The superpower of Sandra Douglas Morgan, getting there first while ensuring she's not the last. Steve Patterson, NBC News, Las Vegas. And that's nightly news for this Wednesday. Thank you for watching. I'm Lester Holt. Please take care of yourself and each other. Good night. What makes the Carnival Cruise fun? That's up to you. Maybe it's a ride on boat, a roller coaster at sea, or a deep tissue massage at the spa, Creole-inspired cuisine at Emerald's Bistro to laid-back bites at Guy's Burger Joint, excursions that take you from jungle adventures to beach days at Mahogany Bay, and sunsets from the top deck. Long story short, no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival, choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama.